to the Zen Brain Podcast, where we explore alternatives to psychiatric medication and strategies for conscious lifestyle change. Here's your host and philosophical entertainer, Michael Pierce. Michael Pierce. All right, today we are going to talk a little bit more about relationships in general and uh, how we keep repeating the same patterns, not only with the same person, but when you get into new relationships, we attract the same thing, we start going through the same patterns, and until we break out of those patterns and our addictions, whatever those are, and our perspective on who we are, we're gonna keep doing that. Is that did I summarize that right? Yes, yeah. all relationships endings are based on the hidden agenda in the beginning of the relationship so when you end a relationship what happens you you feel some relief but you're sad and and you're kind of stressed out so what do you do you find another relationship and you put on this false face to say this is who I am you know I'm all these things that you want them to believe you are and and the same with the other side so that lasts about 90 days you hold that image up and then after 90 days it breaks down you say well I can't hold that anymore the real me is starting to leak out as it leaks out you say well I don't really like this person what am I here for and we had great sex in the beginning because that's what the relationship is really about and as you start to become more comfortable and allow yourself to be more free all your anomalies come out and those come out because the last relationship you had that when you ended you didn't you didn't resolve the issue at the end so you hide that, you compress it, and bring it into the new relationship. And after 90 days, that starts to leak out, and you become that person that, that you don't want anyone to see. The very person you didn't want to be. Become. That's right. And yeah. you have to be that person because it's a vibration. And this is all training. You know, this is what learned experiences. It's different for the man than the woman because the woman has less authority in this because what does she have to offer? And I'll That's give you it. a couple of examples. You know, my first husband, I got in there, and I was the one in charge. I paid all the bills, you know, I went to work, I made more of the money than he did, not that he wasn't working, right. and I got to a point and I hated my life. I felt trapped, I didn't like this, I, you know, I wanted somebody to, to, the man to do what he does, what a man what does. A should, and, what he should do. You know, and, Be a man, and so stand we, up. Yeah. <laughs> so we divorced and I thought, well, I don't want that, you know, now I know what I don't want. I'll look for what I want. Well, what do I want? I want the you know the man that's going to come in who's going to be able to pay the bills and pay for me to do this and that and you know and that's what I found and I created that. I got to you know go. I met this man and I got to be this housewife and I got to be the stay-at-home mom and all of a sudden I'm like you know ten years into a relationship. Well, I hate this too. Yeah, yeah, I completely yeah. hate this and this you know I'm in the same trapped feeling. Yeah. And how do I get now out I'm of that? I'm just alone and depressed because I'm not talking with anybody else. Right. And instead of learning to balance the masculine and feminine energies that were in myself, I was looking for somebody else to be that balance to me. And I can't depend on them to do that. Right. You can't. If you depend on them to do it, you end yeah. up trapped and miserable. Yeah. And that's what happened. And instead of ditching this last relationship and saying, you know, I'm going to go find somebody what else. I really want. <laughs> Let me work through this. Let me work yeah. through this issue with them. Let's see if we can create something together. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. The other person does have to be wanting to change and willing to be there in the relationship. They can always choose out. But you have to start learning to become yourself and finding that balance in you. And as you shift that in yourself, you start to shift it in your relationship. And there's no, it can't, it can't, can't not happen. Yeah. 
It can't not happen. They have to start shifting with you in some form, or they say, I'm out of here or, and they run. Or, or, or they split up. Yeah. So is there a way, I don't know if there's an answer to this, when... There, and maybe there's it's, an answer. When it works, I guess, do you, is, it, is it out of perception? This is working? Or does it, there's a point where it didn't work and now it works? Because there's always going to be stuff coming up. So how do you know something's working versus not working? What if I told you all this happened in utero during the pregnancy? created these images of who you are and what you're going to be attracted to and how you're going to interact. Yeah. Because in the pregnancy, even though there's a male and female involved, the male's a donor. Yeah. That's what the male is. He's right. donating, you know, the sperm and he's bringing in the heredity from the family line of, of whatever that is that comes in. And the woman's producing the egg, you know, which is also invested from the, uh, you know, from the, uh, from the family dynamic. But what happens during the pregnancy is that the woman takes total control of the biochemistry through food, through the umbilicus, and the emotional content that's vibrational that goes into the fetus. And the man interacts, and it's the woman's interpretation of the interaction, whether it's, you know, it's a planned pregnancy, not planned pregnancy, mm -hmm. whether they're happy, whether they're making enough money, whether they got a good life, bad life, and then how the grandparents come in and they affect all these things, affect the woman, right. and the woman's emotions instill in the fetus and the fetus, when it's when it's uh, delivered, is fully formed emotionally and biochemically. So all these things that happen in utero are things that the fetus is now attracted to, the emotions, because it learned what relationships are, whether you be happy, whether you be sad, whether it's violent, emotional violent, physical violence, whatever, is instilled in the fetus because it learns that from the mother. And when it's born, it seeks out those emotions, the balance. It doesn't look for for the same uh, drama, right. but, it, but it searches for the emotion. Don't get the emotion in the relationship. You drive the other person in, into becoming what you need emotionally, the attraction. So, mm -hmm. you know, if, if the pregnancy was through violence, then the fetus, the girl or boy, will then attract a, a partner that's going to give them the mm -hmm. violence. Maybe not in the beginning, because in the beginning, it's all, you know, love and yep. sex and all this uh, sensuality and all these things that you're trying to be to attract the other person. It's like the flypaper. And then once you're stuck in there, then you can then push them into to becoming emotionally who you need in order to to, to be able to be who you are. Mm. I can give you examples of it. We did a, a session with a, a couple out here. The woman came through our woman's self-discovery program and, and she asked me, she said, have you ever dealt with violence? I said, yeah. She said, well, my husband beats me up. Can you help me out? And I said, well, let's do a session. Let's do a three-hour session. I'll meet you at your house, and we'll walk through a whole program. And we did, and we looked at this program, and I said, you know, to both of them, you're both victims. The problem is this is automatic behavior. He doesn't want to beat you up, and you, you really don't want to be beat up, but because of the psychosocial involvement of these pregnancies and the, and the uh, lifestyle that you learn from, from infancy drives you into that. So when we got into the detail of it, his father was violent, but not with him, but with the mother. So therefore, he's attracted to women, he needs to be violent. And, and in her relationship, her mother uh, was a victim. So she took on the victim role. So the two of them were, were victimizing each other. She needed to be abused. He needed to be the abuser. So as soon as we cognited on the issue of why that happened and where it first thrust, they stopped. And it's been uh, two years now. They haven't had a violent uh, hmm. session in two years because they realized that it wasn't them and we could then cognize on when it started and why they were acting this out because it wasn't who they were. I mean, they loved each other, they had children, they wanted to stay in a relationship, but the problem was that the addictive behavior of the modeling of have to do this 
So you drive the other person into doing what you need in order to solve that emotional addiction that you have. Mm. And these are all part of a process that you learn uh, subconsciously. So when you go in and, and cognizing these issues, you can unhook that subconscious program and allow the person to see who they are and then make a decision. Do you like this? You don't like it. Do you want to be violent the rest of your life? Or whatever, whether it's sex addict, whether it's drugs, sex, food, violence, or all addictions, they're all the same. Even though we say in society you're an addict, that means drugs or alcohol. But that means there's sex addicts, there's food addicts, there's bulimics, anorexics, mm -hmm. there's, these are all addictions that are all started in the same place. So you can learn how to how to change that in order to take control of your life so you can become who you need to be. So if you're, if you're, if those traumas or decisions were made in, in, uh, in utero, in fact, I was with a group where we were doing some regression through muscle testing, mm -hmm. and almost 100% would go to the third trimester of the womb when the mother found out she was pregnant and went, oh shit, I'm pregnant. And the baby went, I'm not wanted, and I'm not worthy for life. And they go in to start off with life thinking that they're unwanted because that was the feeling that they got when it was infants don't think. It's, it's a feeling. Vib it's vibration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then you take that vibration into your new womb, which is the, the, the planet, and they're like, got a death wish now. And so how do you unhook both them in relationship dynamics and a dynamic such as I'm not worthy for life or I'm not wanted when it's in the womb? And taking them back to, to that posture, which we do, okay. and then not through a psychological regression, we can take them back to the moment these things that happen, and you see the the wrong thinking is that this these are not things that emotions or anything that the fetus decides. I'm not wanted, whatever. Right. It's the emotional experience, the vibration of that experience that a fetus takes on, and it seeks out that vibration, just like we do with color and with sound and our all vibrations. We're attracted to those things because that's that part of instilled within our core issue of what they are. That's why we like certain colors. Like certain sounds, like certain foods, they're all passed through uh, through this emotional vibration instilled within the fetus. And then as we grow, we learn and interact in the family dynamic. That's why each child is different in a in a in a relationship. So it depends on where the parent's heads at, at when the pregnancy and during the the uh, you know the trimesters. Now, in 1988, I did a program at Cedar Sinai Hospital with Steve Halpern. We did in utero vibrational. Uh, work uh, in the third trimester, mm. taking the both parents in and teaching them, you know, how to interact, how to how to balance the energies within the fetus. And then we develop CDs for them, where the where the where the fetus could habituate to the sounds at certain times during the day to create this this uh, habitual action with mm. them, so that they would be calm and collected, and the parents could get together together and work together on this in order to balance the frequencies. All these children were born, and the ones that became colic, they could put the CD in a recorder and turn it on. They're done within seconds wow. because they habituate towards the sound. Same with sleep and all these different anomalies because you can train the fetus at these states. And what's important is that they learn at that state, still in the womb, that they're loved and that relationship issues are calm mm -hmm. and balanced. That's what they are. They're naturally calm and balanced. And once you become aware of this vibration that's instilled, yeah. you can start to change it. You can start to work with it and see how you create it and see how you're attracting it into your life and how you're creating mm -hmm. it in once all you've of your relationships. It. And you know, it starts out big. You see it really big at first and, and then it's working backwards, backwards, backwards till you get it to when it first starts. And mm -hmm. then you don't have to have those explosions, those emotional outbursts 
you know, that feeling of I'm going to hide and run and die, yeah. those things, you don't get those anymore. You start to pinpoint where it's coming from at the beginning instead of when it's, you know, in the Expanded out and connected state. to everything else. Mm -hmm. When it's out of control. Yeah, when you can't, when you fix it here, but it's over here, and then you fix it there, and mm -hmm. it breaks here. And, and it's not the fixing, it, it's resolving the issue yeah. to be. Yeah, meaning we're not fixing anything. It's not right, right or wrong. Yeah, it's no. a matter of becoming aware of it and knowing that once you're aware of it, you have the ability to change it now because you realize it's yours, right? Mm -hmm. And the change is easy when you cognate the many different techniques you can use in order to break that model so you, you're not into that automatic reaction anymore mm -hmm. and you can learn how to change and become who you really want to be. Awesome. And it's funny because so many people are so afraid to feel that feeling, that yeah. vibration. Like it starts to happen and you'll do anything to shut that feeling off. That's yeah. anxiety. It's, yeah. you know, you just want to shut it off and you'll do anything. But as soon as you feel it, you can start to feel it in everything that you're doing and creating and you can create something different. Yeah. It's really that simple. Yeah. Putting the light of attention on it and allowing it to just start to transform. Without the component of fear. Right. Yeah. Because it's all driven by fear. If I feel this, um, what's going to happen? Yeah. Cool. And I know that this is not a project right now. A CD for in utero sounds really fun. So if there's anybody out there who would love to see something like that, there's going to have to be a lot of people saying do it because it's not on the it's not on the schedule. But no. I would like to hear that if if people are interested. So I just want to throw that out there. Um, but anyway, uh, that was great. Thank you for all of your um, your responses and if you guys have questions please post questions below um, and we will answer them on our future podcasts